Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. When it comes to protecting children from domestic violence, the saying, it takes a village, has added meaning. Friends, family and educators all have a role to play in identifying and helping children that might be at risk. Early Childhood Australia are doing their bit by launching a program for early learning educators during Child Protection Week. It's called Early Signals First Responders. The CEO of Early Childhood Australia, Sam Page, is on the phone now. Hi, Sam. Hello. Educators can be a step removed from family and friends. Like People might not see them in that really close network of people around a child. Why is it important that they learn how to identify when children are at risk of domestic violence? Yes, because just based on the statistics of the number of young children that have been exposed to domestic violence, we know that there are an awful lot of children, therefore, attending early childhood education and care that that, um, will have been exposed to family violence at home. And so what we're trying to do is equip educators um, to be aware of that, um, to be able to identify early signals or indicators that that might be the case, um, to be able to reach out to the family, but also then to have a trauma-informed approach to working with those children so um, that we are understanding that experience a little better. Do we know, um, firstly, the immediate impact that domestic violence can have on a child in terms of how it affects their behaviour? There can be many different impacts and it just, it it depends on a lot of factors. So, um, you know, the seriousness of the violence, the frequency of it, uh, the way in which the child might have been exposed or um, be impacted by it. Sometimes the child might be completely unaware of it, but um, there's a tension in the home, um, uh, an anxiety factor uh, between parents, for example. Other times children will have much more direct exposure uh, and it can manifest in a variety of different ways depending on the age of the child. So um, some children might just be a little unsettled, a little um, on alert. Um, Perhaps other children might have quite significant um, behavioural change um, as a result of that experience. It it can vary. And um, it's about the temperament of the child as well as the experiences um, that they've been exposed to. And it's just so important that early childhood educators are um, familiar and experienced in some of this so that they are well-placed to respond. Now, we all know that domestic violence is going to have a negative impact on children, whether they see it or experience it long term. What kind of difference can this kind of intervention make? When I say that, I mean beyond the extreme measure of getting a child um, removed from their family or intervening to protect the child. Um, Do we know whether early educators can have a positive impact on the outcome if that extreme measure isn't taken? Um, That's a tough question. I mean, Mm. yes, in a a simple sense, we believe that we can have a positive impact and and it can be across a spectrum. So, um, one of the ways that educators could have a positive impact is simply by reaching out 
um, to one or both parents. Um, sometimes family violence is a result of stress in the home and um, and poor patterns of behaviour. And if you can um, identify that early and and seek help and uh, work through some of those um, behaviours, um, that might be enough to stop that happening um, into the future. And so early childhood educators are well placed to connect families into supports and services um, to um, sensitively engage families in conversations that might assist them to a better place or might assist them to resolve some of the issues that are happening at home. Um, you, they, can be, they can be financial, they can be about lack of sleep, they can be about um, expectations that haven't been articulated. Um, sometimes there are um, cultural and language issues to be, to be worked through. So uh, early childhood educators are often very close to families and able to have conversations um, through their, their communication around children and what's happening in the lives of the children. Um, obviously in more extreme cases where children are in danger um, or one or both parents are in danger, you'd want the, um, the intervention to be stronger and um, you know, may involve referral to child protection or to police um, where educators are seeing um, or aware of uh, imminent risk, then we would want a, a different response to that. Uh, and then it becomes more about um, supporting children um, to to recover from, to work through, to um, feel safe after uh, an experience of violence. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Sam Page. She's the CEO of Early Childhood Australia, and they've just launched a program for early learning educators. It is Child Protection Week. Their program's called Early Signal First Responders. Um, Sam, you were just speaking then about how um, early educators are often um, in a position where they can talk to families because they're obviously communicating with them about their children. But if I put myself in the position of an early educator, it for me, I can imagine it would be very confronting and also quite a tricky situation to deal with. It's almost like you're moving between an educator and a social worker in some regards. Is part of this training in the package you're offering learning how to talk to parents about this difficult topic? Yes, you're absolutely right. It's a very difficult and sensitive topic to raise with, with parents and families um, and we can't expect that all early childhood educators would be comfortable with doing that without any training and so that's where this um, professional learning comes into play so it will help equip educators with skills to have those conversations and to practice having those conversations so they're a little bit more comfortable with it if they're ever in the position that they need to. Um, it's a bit like mental health. Um, you know, all of the um, conversations we're having around mental health to say, look, it's okay to ask someone, are you all right? Um, could I help you uh, in any way? Would you like some phone numbers to call? Um, I'm a little concerned about your... Um, you know, that you seem very sad or uh, you seem a bit anxious. Is there something I can do to help? It's not about turning every educator into a counsellor or a psychologist, but it is about equipping people with the skills to ask those questions and connect um, families to services. And it's the same in this area. We don't want um, educators to feel like they have to um, be, you know, investigating family violence or um, or providing advice to families on. Um, on, on matters of violence um, but we do want them to be able to um, have an initial conversation uh, 
feel comfortable with raising the topic um, and uh, and connect ser- connect families to services where they think that's appropriate. Just asking a parent sometimes, do you feel safe? Uh, is there anything I can do? Uh, would you like a phone number to call? Um, you know, c- could make a big difference in the lives of that parent and the ch- and the children that they have in the centre. Well, it sounds like a fantastic program, Sam. Thanks so much for speaking with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. That's the CEO of Early Childhood Australia, Sam Page. The program is called Early Signals First Responders. And for more information, head to our website. That's kindling.com.au. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.